0: Welcome to Center Church. We hope you enjoyed this message, recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. Um, this morning, I uh, for some of you, you might be aware that I had a lovely trip, which was a trip to Egypt and then crossed over by bus into Israel. So it was um, a lovely journey that followed the story of the Bible. Right from Egypt, all the way through the, uh, the desert, uh, through, across the uh, Red Sea, into the Promised Land. So there's a bit of excitement that has been going on with me, because I kind of saw the story of the Bible, followed it through with a lot of excitement and a lot of uh, enthusiasm. I saw the Bible coming alive. I've been to Israel before, but I think this time what excited me was where we started. We started in, the, we started in Egypt. And we walked all the way. We went to Mount Sinai. We climbed Mount Sinai to the place where um, uh, God gave uh, Moses the Ten Commandments. And then we crossed over. So the whole thing was quite prophetic for me, and I enjoyed it. And the last day was the After touring around many stories in the gospel and the places that those uh, things happened, and then the final place we went was... um, The place where Jesus was crucified, where he was buried and resurrected. So after that, we were off to the airport. And I found found that exciting. We had the whole story from the bondage until the time that Christ resurrected. And off we came home. So I am really excited. But there was one thing that I noticed when I was following the whole story. I started to notice the importance or the power of waiting. Because when I looked even when the Israelites were still in Egypt and the things that were happening and the promises of God and the journey through the desert and the stuckness at the Red Sea until God opened the waters, I noticed that there is a lot of waiting. But in that waiting, God remains faithful. He fulfills his word in the fullness of time. And that is the word that I just felt to bring to you this morning, the word about waiting Upon the Lord, waiting upon the Lord. And I'm just going to read quickly from Isaiah chapter 40, and I'll be reading from verse 29 uh, to verse 31. Praise the Lord. While you are opening your Bibles, bear with me, I forgot to bring my tissue, which I'll do while you are opening to Isaiah. Right. Okay. So Isaiah chapter 40, I'll read from verse 29. It says, He gives power to the weak, and to those who have no mighty, He increases their strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not be faint. Praise the Lord. I'm talking about the power of waiting upon the Lord. You know, our lives are full of waiting. Every single person is waiting for something, even as we speak now. Some are waiting for exam results. Some are waiting for some health check results. Some are waiting for, um, you know, they are waiting for something that God promised them. Some are waiting for a better job opportunity. Maybe you are waiting to get paid for a job that you did. Or maybe you are waiting to see the manifestations of God that you have expected and you have waited in anticipation. No matter what it is, there is always waiting that is go- happening in our lives. Sometimes when you leave the house, you wait for the bus, you wait for the train. You wait, While you are in the train, you wait to arrive to at your station. So there's a constant waiting that is going on. So I, I've written a, a definition for waiting. I said waiting is a... The action of staying where you are, as simple as that. And it also delaying action until a set time. So in as much as you could act on something, but it's delaying that action until a set time or until the fullness of the right time. Now when you look at this definition, it comes across like um, it's got some uh, passive connotations. But biblical waiting is an active word, is a doing word, is a verb you do the act of waiting. Because waiting itself is a, a demonstration of faith and trust in God. It's a demonstration of, uh, um, you know, giving room for God to act or waiting for the fullness of God's time. So when you we're talking about waiting, as much as it sounds uh, passive, slow, not doing anything, waiting in itself is powerful because it's a, a reflection of our faith and our trust that God is working on something. And at the end of the waiting, something greater is going to come out. So waiting is got a lot to do with our faith. But what we do in the waiting matters the most. Praise the Lord. So I said, um, you know, waiting means it places you in a position of hope, a position of expectation. When, when you are waiting for something, it means you are hopeful. It means you are expectant. And as a result, what does that do? It boosts your faith. Because there's that weight, there's that trust, and there's that uh, expectation. And the question I want to ask this morning is, what is it that you are waiting for? Because all of us, I did say, each and every one of us, we are waiting for something. The last message that I preached, when I preached, I was uh, talking about redigging the wells. And in my heart, there's, um, there's been this uh, eagerly waiting to see God doing something greater that his word promises. Some of the things we have experienced them in the past, some of the things we have read it in the word, and we know God is able to do them but we have not seen those things happen probably in our time. But there is this weight inside me and eagerly, uh, eagerly waiting and expecting to see God manifest, not only in my life, but even in our cities and our towns. There is that waiting eagerly to see a move of God that brings people back to honor God, to love God, and to embrace what God is doing. So when I preached that message, there was this thing that also came into my heart when I felt the Lord saying it's waiting patiently because when we are waiting we are not giving up when we are waiting we are not it's not going to happen we are saying God we trust you that in the fullness of your time we will see the full manifestation of that which you want to do so I said what is it that you are waiting for Maybe you've got a situation where you are waiting for God to execute justice and you are about to give up, you are feeling drained and tired like I've waited for this thing to change for a long time. But there is power in in, in waiting as we will see from the scripture that we read. Maybe you are waiting for a life partner. Maybe you are waiting for a job that you have eagerly waited for for a long time. Maybe you've got a health situation and you are waiting for God to heal you. Or maybe you, are, you have got a, a, a big uh, conflict going on even within the family. And you are wondering, God, what's going to happen with this thing? Let me say to you, people of God, there is power in waiting. And the scripture that we have read, it says, uh, you know, even though, it says he gives, he gives strength to the weak. And then it says, even if the youth may grow weary, in other words, why the youth? Because the youth are the ones that are energetic, that are full of power. You know, that, uh, that will dare do anything. It says, even though those youngsters and the youth may grow weary, but those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I am talking to somebody who has been waiting for something and wanting God to change a situation. Somebody who has been waiting, trusting, and really praying through things. But it looks like it's not happening. Here is a promise that God is giving to us this morning. He says, even everybody else may grow weary. But those who wait upon the Lord, it is what we do in the waiting time. That will cause our strength to be renewed and to be restored. It says, those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Maybe some of us, we are waiting and have been praying for the salvation of our loved ones. I have heard sometimes people say, I have fasted about this issue. I have prayed about this issue. I have believed God about this issue. Do you know what scripture says? When we have done it all to stand. And what is that standing about? It's standing, trusting, and waiting on God who is able to do the impossible, who is able to restore and to renew. Now, we cannot deny that sometimes waiting is very difficult. You know, when you have waited and trusted for a long time, sometimes your faith will start to grow faint. Sometimes you start to feel discouraged. Even scripture says, scripture says, that you know, hope deferred uh, is sickening to the soul. When you have hoped and hoped and it looks like things are not happening. Scripture says that can be discouraging. That can be draining. But there is a promise that those who wait and how we wait matters to God. So, so when we are waiting, sometimes there is a restlessness. I am one of those. You know, if you've been in a situation where you are waiting for the bus and the time has come. And you are passing up and down, and the bus will not come. And you are passing, and you are passing. And this is the danger. For me, sometimes I'll decide now I'm going to walk, especially if it's a place that I could walk to. Then when I start walking, uh, when I am in between the other bus stop and the next bus stop, then the bus will come. I can't go back, and I can't go forward. And what happens? I miss the bus. And so the power of waiting is how we wait. So I'm talking about sometimes when you're waiting, there's this restlessness, there's this jitteriness, there's this inability to settle down, there's this questioning, there's this wondering. You know, it's not, you know, it's not out of the norm to be thinking, what if it doesn't happen? That person will come. What if it does not happen? And that brings restlessness and agitation and fear and, uh, and instability. So there is difficulty sometimes uh, in waiting. But the word of God continues to, to reveal to us, those who wait shall renew. Those who wait shall renew. So the renewal, the refreshment, and the results will come. But it comes to those who wait. And how, though, how we wait during that wait matters a lot. It's just like, you know, one thing we have to realize, one thing that I have learned, is that in the waiting, sometimes when God puts you in the waiting, he is doing it for our safety. He is doing it to protect us. He is doing it to preserve us. He is doing us so that he will give us our best. I always think about when you are, you are late for work and you are rushing, you are driving, and every traffic light is turning red on you. And so you have to stop, and then you are agitated, you want to go. You, you know, But one thing is certain, if you dare to go in that red traffic light, The one who is in danger is the one who is going in the red traffic light. So when it's time to stop and to wait, it's time to stop and to wait. And when the light goes green, you proceed. And I always see when God deals with us, sometimes that's how God God handles us. We are in the speed and we are rushing and we want this to happen and we want to accomplish this quickly. And then God sometimes just put a red light. He kind of put a coma on your life. And you are wondering, why did God, but why? Lord, I have waited for a long time, but why? I have waited, but why? But his promise continues to say, wait. Because those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And it doesn't end on there. It says, they will mount up like eagles and they will fly high. In other words, after the coma, after the long wait, what comes afterwards when we wait on what God will bring, what comes after that is greater than what would have achieved. It says you mount up as eagles. And you know, you mount, mount up like eagles and we don't grow we don't grow weary. Praise God. So number one, waiting upon the Lord, there is the renewal of strength that comes with the waiting. And then it says, the second thing, it causes you to mount up like an, incre- uh, like, an uh, uh, like to mount up like an ego. In other words, when we wait upon the Lord, in the period of waiting, there is an increase in strength. There is a building up of our faith. There is a strengthening during the waiting time. I always say, if you never get in trouble, if you never get our problems in your life, which are beyond your own ability to solve them. Then you don't need faith. So if we are to grow in our faith, sometimes God allows certain situations to linger in our lives for a little longer. For what reason? So that in that perseverance, there is a refining, there is a building up, and there is a strengthening that happens within. When we come out of that and we sing praises and say, God is good, God is faithful, we know exactly what we are talking about. Because we have been in that place where we had to trust and wait upon God. And when we waited, God... Uh, God came forth and healed our situation and restored our situation and lifted us up and put us on that winning side. And when that happens, we praise God with understanding. There is a building up that happens even in our faith. Praise the Lord. You know, when everything is always easy and there's somebody who picks you up, when something is about to go wrong, somebody picks you up. When something seems not to be going right, somebody, somebody fixes is it do you know what there is no growing that happens inside us so our growing comes with that perseverance and trusting and praying have you been in a situation where you look around and you realize that if God does not come right now and help me I'm in trouble where there is no, uh, there, is no part, there is no there is no there is no there uh, is no there is no plan B there is no plan C it's just God has to come in. Because this situation, there is nothing I can do about it. Do you realize how much you pray in that situation? Do you realize how much you call on the name of the Lord? Do you realize how much we declare the word of God in that moment? In as much as we are declaring that word for our breakthrough to come, guess what, what else is happening? There is a building up and a strengthening of our faith and our walk with God. I'm talking about the power of waiting upon the Lord. And I want us to be thinking about certain things that we might be waiting for this morning. Things that we might be believing God for. Maybe for some of us we are thinking, I have waited for this for so long. For some of us we are saying, I have prayed for this thing. But things seem not to change. But this morning be encouraged that there is power in that process of waiting. And do not waste your Wait. Let that wait be something, that birth is something of God. Something uh, of the spirit inside you while you are in the waiting. So that brings us to the, uh, to the next point, uh, which is uh, how we wait. Because how we wait matters. What, what, what makes your wait valuable in your spiritual walk is how you do the waiting. Because sometimes we can be waiting but we are agitated we are complaining we are crying we are all kinds of things are happening but there is a, a way of waiting which brings forth the renewing of the strength that, that scripture has just said here praise the lord so the first thing the first thing is uh, how do we wait i said we wait patiently we wait patiently praise the lord you know, it's so easy. I've heard sometimes, I, I, I heard someone um, uh, just giving their testimony. Should I say? No, not a testimony. They were just saying their experience. He said, something once happened in my life and I was so cross with God. You know, I was praying and trusting him. But then the things did not go the way I wanted. I was so angry with God. He said, I said to God, God, you are just not fair. And he said, I'm grateful for the grace of God. Because even in those moments... Do you know what? God knows our hearts. He picks us up and he brings us back on the path. So how do we wait? We wait patiently. Let me read um, Psalms, uh, Psalms chapter 40. You know what I'm saying? this is a uh, It's, a, it's, a, it's um, exciting because even us, we have been waiting. We have been waiting. You know, we are waiting and we are praying and we are believing God for a leader. We are believing God for, for a pastor. And scripture is saying, uh, wait patiently, and those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. When we allow the waiting process to build us, to shape us, sometimes even to prune some things on us. You know when you've got somebody who is carrying you all the time, things go easy. But sometimes God removes the one who carries you so that you can start to realize some areas that needs pruning, that needs shaping, that needs the rebuilding so that we are strong. And God works His things uh, uh, with with His own knowledge, because the Bible says His 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 you know the His mind is is not like our mind. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. There are times when we think God is too late, God is taking too long. But the thoughts of God for us they are not to destroy us, but they are plans to give us an expected end. And when we wait patiently, God is faithful to do that which. He promises. So, waiting patiently. Psalms chapter 40. I'll read verse 1 to 3. It says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me, and he heard my cry. He also brought me out of a horrible pit, out of the merry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my steps. He put He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. Praise God. How do we wait? We wait patiently. And you know David, this is a psalm of David that he wrote after all some of the experiences that he went through. You realize David was a man, he was a a man with a life. ...full of troubles. His life was full of being chased. You know, a lot of uh, rebellion against him. Chaos in his household, in his family. He was a man of troubles. But how did he deal with his troubles? He said, I waited patiently on the Lord. And God got me out of a horrible pit. Have you ever felt sometimes the way life is going? It feels like you are being buried in some deep pit... It feels like things are so dark around. It feels like nothing is moving in the right direction. So David says, I've been in that situation. I've been in that situation where I felt like I was in a deep pit. I felt like I was in a deep and dark pit alone. But while I was in there, I waited patiently on the Lord. And he says, God had me. And he pulled me out of that pit. He did not only pull him out. He said, and set my feet upon the rock so that he will not sink again. He set his feet on the rock. In other words, waiting patiently led to him being established on firm grounds. On grounds that will not let him sink again. Because in the time in the Peter, God dealt with him. God had him and reached out and pulled him out. He said, I waited patiently on the Lord. You know, sometimes we feel like we are in a dark pit, not physical, but even emotionally, particularly emotionally. Things happen in life that your emotions themselves, they bury you in some kind of a dark place. They lock you away. In a place where you feel lonely. You know, emotions where you feel like there is nobody I can explain this to and they understand. No one can ever understand the things that I'm going through. No one can ever understand how I am feeling. I feel locked away, closed in some dark place on my own. And and this king of ours, David, he said, I've been in that place. And God had me right from that place when I was patiently waiting on him. He did not choose to agitate. You know, sometimes when we start to become agitated and we do that thing of me wandering away from the bus stop and we miss what God is saying because God speaks to us. But sometimes there is a lot of noise in our soul, in our emotions. Our emotions can be so noisy that when God speaks, we can miss the voice of God. But patience calms every da- everything, everything down. Such that even in the midst of our problems, of our pain, of being locked away in some dark place, we are patiently waiting to hear the voice of God. And when we hear the voice of God, when we, when we hear the voice of God, we act on what God is leading us to. There's a lot of voices that are speaking. Sometimes our emotions speak. But sometimes even those around us, they can speak and mislead us. From what God desires. We read the story of Job. When he was in a dark place. When he was in the darkest place. He continued to wait on God. He continued to wait on God. But he had friends coming to him. And suggesting some things. He had uh, even his wife coming to him. Suggesting to him. You know to curse God. To abandon God. To forget about God. Your God is not even hearing you. But no. He chose to wait upon the Lord. So I am saying. There is too many voices. That can cause us to be agitated. That can cause us to shift from our focus on God. But what we hear from this psalm, it says uh, we, we wait and we wait patiently. Patiently means focusing on God. Waiting to hear what God has got to say. Waiting to hear the instructions that line up with the heart of God. Praise the Lord. I don't know your own situation, but patiently waiting. Patiently waiting does it. And number two, how do we continue to wait? We wait prayerfully. We wait prayerfully. It says here, I waited patiently to the Lord. And he went on to say, and God heard my cry. It means his cry to God never stopped. Even in the midst of the dark place that he was, his cry to God never stopped. So he was patiently waiting. But at the same time, he wasn't waiting patiently, but redundant. I did say the waiting, the biblical waiting, is is a doing word. So he was waiting patiently, but also there was an activity going on. And that activity was constantly calling out to the Lord. You know, we cannot do this in our own strength. Some of the situations that we walk through this life, some of the things that that are thrown at us by life, we cannot handle them in our own. We have got to have somewhere to surrender them. And so David said, while I was patient, I kept crying out to the Lord. Lord, do you can you hear? Lord, do you see this situation? Lord, I don't know how to carry this situation. Lord, I don't know how to resolve this situation. Lord, I don't know how to deal with my health situation. Constantly calling out to the Lord and surrendering it to him. Do you know what? If you have someone to tell your problems in your patience, then it protects you from being diverted because you know that I have told the one that I trust and I am prayerfully waiting and I am trusting him. Praise the Lord. Habakkuk chapter one. I'm talking about prayerfully waiting. Habakkuk chapter one. It says, this is, the, uh, this is Habakkuk. He says, oh Lord, how long shall I cry? And you will not hear. Even cry out to you. I I have even cried out to you violence. And you will not serve. He is waiting on the Lord. He has got a situation that looks like a lot of injustice is gaining ground. A lot of injustice is winning. And he is crying out to the Lord. He says, for how long, Lord? I have am asking and I am crying and I am telling you things are not going right, but you seem not to answer. And then he goes on to say in chapter 2, this is him. So this is Habakkuk, uh, the praying prophet, should I say. He is saying all these things, complaining to God most of, part of chapter 1. But he looks at everything and winds everything out. And in, in chapter 2, this is what he says. He says, well... I have cried to the Lord. I have poured my heart. I have told him my problems and my issues. And then he says here on verse verse 1 of chapter 2, I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampant and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. He He said, well, I have cried out, I've told him my pain. I have shown him how injustice is taking place. I have given him everything. But now what is left for me to do? He said, now I will stand my watch and set myself on a rampart and watch what God will do. This is how waiting patiently means. It means when we have prayed, when we have fasted, we don't stop praying. We don't stop believing God, but we stand and we wait to see what God will do. Praise the Lord. And the third thing on how we wait is we wait and we continue to serve. Praise God. You know, many times people say, when my problems, my, when my problems are resolved, when everything is fine, ah, I'll come back to church. At the moment, I've stopped because... Mm, what is going on is too much for me. Or sometimes people say, "Ah me, I used to pray, but I've just stopped. I'm just waiting for resolution of my problems. But let me say to you, people of God, <laughs> when, we, when we continue to save God, when we continue to honor God, God meets us right in our place of service. We read the story of um, uh, Zachariah and Elizabeth. Zachariah and Elizabeth, they believed God for a child, but did not have a child into their old age. And what excites me about how that story ends, it says, uh, Zachariah was in the temple one day. He was serving God. In other words, even with all those years of trusting and waiting on God and the answers seemingly not coming, he continued his priestlyhood uh, his priesthood, his priesthood, uh, duties. And this day he was serving in the temple. And bang, he was visited by an angel and, and prophesied that he will have a child. And that came to pass. So we continue to wait and save God in the midst of our problems. Praise the Lord. And what is the result of that? It says we will mount up as eagles. We will run and not grow weary. I don't know what you are waiting for, child of God. I don't know what you have been believing God for. But what I know is when we wait on the Lord and when we wait right, when we wait patiently and we wait prayerfully and we continue to trust and serve God in our waiting, he promises to renew our strength. Praise the Lord. Life happens, and when life happens, sometimes life takes a lot from us. Life takes a lot from us emotionally. It takes a lot from us, even physically. Sometimes some very important relationships are wrecked along as we go through life. Things happen in life that leaves us in such a dark place, whether spiritually or emotionally or physically. But there is one solution is to trust and wait on the Lord, and to wait on the Lord right. Just as I close, let me just uh, um, share this, uh, that this illustration that I just came across. Uh, reading on the, you know, those who wait upon the Lord shall mount up as eagles. I, um, I just, uh, I read something which was uh, explaining how eagles are renewed. Apparently, eagles uh, can live up to 70 years. But after the first forty years of their life, they, are, you know, they are beds of prey. You know, eagles are beds of prey. So they use their beak. They use their, uh, you know, what? Are, yes, them ones. <laughs> so that's what they use, you know, to 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 kill, to reap, to whatever they need to do, so that they can feed. So as years goes by, apparently by the fourth year, by the fortieth year, fortieth year. They need to go through a process of renewal, and that process of renewal comes because life has taken a lot from them. Their beaks have now become blunt, you know, their talons are not working properly as they should be. Things are not working right because life has uh, taken quite a lot from them. But then at that point, it says uh, the eagle has got to fly to a high place. Uh, and sit in its nest and in there it stays for 150 days going through a process of renewal and what happens during that process it has to hit its beak on the you know on a hard rock and break off the old one and then waits for the new one to grow when the new one has grown it then starts to use that beak to break off its old talons so that the new ones will also grow When the new ones have grown, then it starts to take off its old wings. Its old wings, its old wings. By the time it leaves that place, it is renewed and refreshed. And apparently from that time, it will live for a further 30 years. What What does this have to do with what I'm talking about? Apparently for the ego, it has got to make a decision. At that 40th year, the decision to either... Not do anything and die. Or allow the process of renewal to happen so that it is energized again. And this is where this scripture, this is where this example comes from. Those who wait upon the Lord shall be, you know, shall mount up like eagles. You know, life has taken quite a lot from us. Each and every one of us. If we are to share some stories and experiences and some waitings and some trusting God, that is uh, that we have done, some of it has brought quite a lot of uh, bluntness, and you know, we, we have lost some sharpness that we once have. But scripture is saying, you know, God can renew us and refresh us when we wait patiently on him. When we remove our focus from other things that distract us. And allow God to be the one who is refreshing us, renewing us, restoring us even in places where we have been discouraged and we have been uh, frustrated beyond repair. God wants to restore and to renew us. And the way he does it, he calls us to wait patiently and prayerfully on him, continuing to serve him and to trust him while he restores us. Whatever it is that could have made even your passion go cold, even your sharpness, even your passion for God. He says when we wait upon him, he renews us. Some of the things that we have to go through, they are so painful. And you'll be thinking, no one can understand it, but there's one person who can understand. And that's why we are waiting patiently and calling out to him and saving only him. And he promises to renew our strength. This morning, I just sense God wants to, just God wants to touch us in a special way. Just to restore and to revive us. Where we have been discouraged, drained, where we just feel life has been too hard. God wants to refresh us. He says when we wait patiently on Him. Thank you for listening to this week's message. For any more information or to find out more of what we do as a church, you can contact us at info at or check out our website at www.centerchurch.uk